What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hello, welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. We at Cinema Gold bring you the latest box office news from around the industry, as well as current TV and movie reviews. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex. For more on Pondex, visit pondex.com. And be sure to use promo code CINEMAGOLD for 10% off your first order. As expected, Spiral from the Book of Saw took the top spot at the domestic box office this weekend. However, a haul of $8.7 million is lower than what many analysts were expecting. When 10 figures was viewed as a realistic figure for a recognizable horror property getting an injection of star power from Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, although it did become the sixth of the nine Saw movies so far to open at number one. Reviews haven't been hugely enthusiastic, which might have played a part, while franchise fatigue may have also been a factor. Then again, Spiral opened roughly on par with what Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie's Wrath of Man brought in last weekend. And both are mid-budget genre films with big names attached, so it's hardly a disaster by the standards of the pandemic era. Speaking of Wrath of Man, it took the runner-up spot with $3.7 million after falling over 55%, which is standard for a Statham film. While Angelina Jolie's thriller, Those Who Wish Me da- Dead, nabbed third place with $2.8 million, bringing Warner Brothers' hot streak of hybrid releases to an end. After every other simultaneous HBO Max premiere had opened in either second or first. International phenomenon Demon Slayer took fourth with $1.7 million as the most commercially successful Japanese movie ever continues to bring in the crowds to just ahead of Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon, which is still clutching on to fifth 
after earning just $600,000 less than Demon Slayer. In 6, we find Godzilla vs. Kong, which just passed a major milestone. The MonsterVerse blockbuster passed $427 million globally, which makes it the highest-grossing Hollywood film to hit cinemas since Bad Boys for Life arrived in January 2020. Mortal Kombat continues its downward trajectory by taking 7th place with just over 1.3 million, followed by the coming-of-age romance Finding You. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead nabbed 9th position with an estimated 780,000. All in all, it's not been the greatest of weekends, but it's a win for Spiral and a huge moment for Godzilla vs. Kong to surpass Bad Boys for Life, although the theatrical industry isn't it out of the woods just yet. And now, onto our review of The Mighty Ducks, Episode 8. <sighs> this week on The Mighty Ducks, Episode 8, or I should say last week, the streak of tropes has been broken, and the show feels like it has excitingly entered uncharted territory. Alex has been letting the excitement she has been having over the Don't Bother's recent successes get to her head. She's been amping up the intensity as a coach, and none of the players are feeling okay with it. Meanwhile, Nick is feeling jealous of Logan, who has been getting extra lessons from Bombay. Plus, the whole team is convinced that it's the fact that they haven't worn new socks in weeks that is keeping their winning streak going. Thanks to Coob. What makes this episode feel like it's passed to a new level for the show is that it, for the first time, has a character out acting outside of my expectations. While the fact that Alex has become overinvested, and the kids now have to reel her in, is perhaps not novel. I'm sure it's happened dozens of times in sitcoms over the world, or over the years. It's a trait that goes against what she has been all about from the beginning. And logically, what better conflict for the end of the season could there be than for the main driving force of the team, just having fun to get inverted? It's not revolutionary, but it's outside of the usual set of tropes the show has followed, just enough that it's elevated the stakes beyond simply wondering whether the team will ultimately prevail. The acting in this episode is some of the best yet from the young cast. I have lauded Maxwell Simpkins in the past for how excellent his comedic timing is, but O'Reilly really brought excellent dramatic acting to this episode. Logan has had some moments here and there over the season, but this episode was really his to show growth. The direction his conflict with Nick goes is no more novel than anything else a show typically does, but the delivery from both actors is so good and the resolution so sweet. I couldn't help feeling completely elated by the end. Coob. Lauren, Sam, Sophie, and Maya all get good moments to be funny as well as show that the team is really bonding as a group. I hope the rest of the season continues to illustrate that bond. Coob in particular is just hilarious and I continue to appreciate that neither his, the actor's comedy nor his skill as a goalie are portrayed as related to his weight and size. Also, if you haven't seen the actor's performance in America's Got Talent audition from 2019, you must go watch it on YouTube. And then, of course, come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. I really appreciate the Mighty Ducks Episode 8 for letting some of its cast flex their acting skills while taking the final conflict of the season in a slightly different enough direction 
than my expectations for the first time this season. I'm looking forward to seeing how the Don't Bother's growing bonds and skills combine to wrap the season up in the final few episodes. And now our review of Episode 3 of Star Wars The Bad Batch. We saw a glimpse of the old Clone Wars ways at the opening of Episode 3. As the shuttle crash landed on a moon, is there's not a ship crashing somewhere? Is it really a Star Wars animated property? Once on the moon, the Bad Batch need to repair the ship but struggle against a power-hungry dragon. Some nice moments followed, but of course, Star Wars characters stuck on a moon is something we've all seen before. The strength of the episode comes from seeing the background machinations of Tarkin, Rampart, and the Kaminoans. Tarkin and Rampart are trying to implement a system that slowly removes the costly clones from the Empire. Naturally, the Kaminoans are hesitant about this, mostly because it will represent a massive loss of income. Their strong presence in the show is not one I expected when the series was announced, but it makes perfect sense. Say what you will about trade agreements in The Phantom Menace, but the political, economic, and military factors at play in deciding what happens to the clone army poses many opportunities for the season ahead. Frankly, we've seen a show that's dedicated to an armor-wearing outlaw already, and so the way Filoni and the team are setting up two concurrent storylines is exciting. Oh yeah, is The Bad Batch supposed to be a kid's show? Filoni's animated shows have always strongly balanced the line between child and adult entertainment, and this episode is no exception. Crosshair's ruthless scenes with Saw Gerrera's rebels on Onderon sent chills down my spine. It's moments like that where it's easy to forget you're watching an animated show. Sideways references the next phase in cloning have the potential to tie the Bad Batch into the other Star Wars shows. Other scenes foreshadow a potential redemption arc for Crosshair and maybe even a slightly darker path for Wrecker, whose complaints about a hidden dream make me worry that his chip is going to malfunction like Echoes did in Clone Wars. Time goes on, there will be better episodes than episode 3, but after last week's side quest, this episode has welcomely taken a strong step forward. There's roughly 19 years between the events of Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Learning how the world we're watching will develop into its later form is where this show will really take off. Whatever is to come, I'm excited to learn about this vital time in the history of the Star Wars universe. What did you think of Star Wars The Bad Batch Episode 3? Let us know by visiting us on Twitter at the Cinema Gold Show, or on Facebook. Just listen. Uh, just search Cinema Gold Show. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollars cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.